0: Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois doing the Daily Ride podcast for May 28th, 2011. And you may be thinking, F that noise, but we're still putting the commute back in commuter entertainment. And away
1: we go! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right. Uh, All right my shirt's too short
0: oh just saying well absorbed.
1: Jesus fucking Christ
0: hey we're driving here that was quite the (laughs) well I was gonna fly out into the to the road and then a car came by I was nearly gonna have to get uh, some aloe cream for these burns that I was gonna have in my lap yeah plus a new laptop which by the way which
1: is on the way (gasps) oh
0: yeah so excited I think you're too attached to things Uh, I think you're too deeply (laughs) rooted in the material world
1: I'd argue with you but you're probably right (laughs) (laughs) I'd stand up for myself but I got nothing (coughs) Uh, hey that's not
0: yeah yeah yeah. Um, I'm speaking of too attached to things I was watching that uh, uh, that movie called The Nature of Existence yeah documentary sure and i
1: lots w- of religious fucking nuts in that movie right mm. is that the one that well, looked like y- you know the title of the
0: movie yeah the title of the new movie is the nature of existence okay so you're gonna get your religious nuts right
1: all right but i, see, I saw a, a lot of or was that just the last segment well no i mean it was specifically dedicating
0: to religion? no no there was various it kept rolling through uh, they talked to they talked to several physicists, a bunch of atheists. They talked to what's his face, uh, Richard, Richard Dawkins, Dawkins. Oh, cool. uh, the resident go to go to atheist. atheist. <laughs> and uh, although I think they had several atheists on there. Well, you
1: know that's uh, kind of a little bit of a problem too, because like and, and not. Uh, it's interesting that he's the go he's the go to public atheist. Yeah, And that's a bit of a problem because most atheists aren't really, like, comfortable yet uh, telling people that they're atheists, which they should be. You know, I, th- I think more
0: but and more. I think more, more, and, more, more
1: and more. and more yeah. they are. But, you know, and I think probably Richard Dawkins' book helped a lot with that.
0: Oh, shit, I'm flying low. Hang on just a second. I'm going to steer with my... No, sorry, I got it. I All got it. Right, I just, you know. no. Look out for that mailbox. Well,
1: I just, I noticed myself <laughs> drifting into the ditch. And thought that perhaps that you would follow.
0: No, no, no I'm not going to take a ditch so I can zip my fly up.
1: All right, uh, but you know, I think Richard Dawkins' book probably helped with that. And you know, helping people, you know, be uh, we're loud, we're proud, we're atheists.
0: Right, and know? he's been a he's been a flag waver and a band leader, saying, "Hey, you know, go out there, be a, be the atheist, all the atheist you can be." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And uh, and you're right. He's written the books. What was his book? Uh, the God Delusion. The God Delusion. And he had another one that was sort of a shorter. There's
1: another two essay that are kind of, uh, and they have like kind of clever e titles, you know, because they're about. I don't know. I was I'm I'm listening to his book
0: right now. I to. I just can't happen to remember the name of the other two. Books. But uh, and I had heard about I, they had interviewed the author or the. Director or the producer of the documentary. Yeah. Uh, really,
1: you know, it's something his other book, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but I think it, one of his other books is something like, but maybe not, uh, like The Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster or something. Like, you know,
0: believing in the something. Could, could be. You know, could believing
1: be. in the fairy, or I don't know.
0: Well, his argument, he said, uh, he said there's no more evidence. That uh oh he said he was what the hell.
1: I like that ringtone.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's work calling.
1: Alright. Um So pick up at the warehouse. Is that what I'm gonna understand?
0: Pick up uh, well, UPS may or may not be at the warehouse when we get there. So we're gonna fly by. Uh So he was saying that, you know, he said if a, if a guy, if a guy says, you know, thinks that he's Napoleon, right. we call him delusional. Yes. And we put him in an up bin if he screams it too loudly. But if a million people say that there's a God, right. well, suddenly we're supposed to treat them with respect. Right. But there's no more evidence for the one than the other right so that's his big right you know that's his that's his thing uh, just because you say so right. you may be still strong in your conviction yeah. just like the guy who thinks he's Napoleon right but it and and I guess what he's saying is, is it's a kind of craziness sure and in a, in a manner of speaking it kind of is mm-hmm. it's you know you're To believe in something on faith Means you're taking it with no evidence Right Which means I tell you There's a fairy on my hand But you can't see, touch, or feel it Yeah But it governs your existence Okay And I'm sorry that you can't see it I know it's there because I can feel it in my heart Right but you, I'm afraid, will have to take it on faith.
1: No, no, no. Oh, no and worry. by the way,
0: by the way, it's written down in this book, too. Yeah. So you can look in the book. If ever you're wondering, you can just go to the book and it'll and tell more, you...
1: There's more information on the fairy in my hand. That's
0: right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It'll describe some of the fairy's best deeds <laughs> as, <laughs> a, as supporting evidence for the fairy that you're going to have to take on faith. It's in the book. Yeah. So, you know, the book can't be wrong. No. Because it's in a book. Right. So, between and the everyone book... And knows
1: books don't get published unless everything in them is true.
0: Between the book and me telling you... Yeah. And I wouldn't lie to you. Yeah. So, between the book the and book me... The book and you... And me telling and you... And your strong convictions. And my strong conviction because I feel it in my heart. Although I can't show you any evidence either other than my words and, of course, the book then you're going to have to take it on faith. All right. That's the same thing. You've convinced me. That's the same thing. Church of the Fairy. I believe in the... Church of the Fairy. Church of the Hand Fairy. Church of the Hand Fairy. Yeah. Yeah. So never... That's why whenever you see me, you'll always see me... Oh, great and merciful Hand Fairy. You'll always see me with open palm.
1: Mm.
0: Open palm. And if you ever see me without an open palm, it's because the fairy (laughs) is temporarily... flown, flown away to do miracles. On someone else's palm. That's right. Anytime you see somebody walking around with their palm now, open can, like that. Now,
1: can the fairy be on multiple palms at once?
0: The fairy is all, all powerful, so yes, I would think so. <laughs> I see. The fairy, if the fairy wants. I see. The fairy can be on multiple palms at once, or it can be on no palm if it wants, or it can be on certain palms. I, it really can choose got, the palms it's on.
1: You really got to check out that uh, Ricky Gervais movie. Is it Gervais or Gervais? It's Gervais. Okay. Uh
0: That's a French name, I guess, right? I guess. So AIS would I don't be know. I haven't asked. <laughs> so it's it's Gervais. Okay. Gervais. But uh Of course here he'd be Gervais. Inven-
1: yeah, the uh, the invention of lying. Oh yeah? Yeah. Where he creates religion. That is it's a brilliant moment. <laughs> um but uh but yeah well yeah I, and I was listening I'm at the particular point in the Richard Dawkins book where he's talking about why <coughs> religion might have evolved the way it did
0: oh and it's a super send a masturbate right because the f- hand fairy might
1: might be on your hand
0: you might be actually rubbing the hand fairy on your penis <laughs> and that for that yeah. you will spend eternity in sure. fairy hell
1: can wait wait can't we just believe that the hand fairy Enjoys that kind of thing.
0: You can believe whatever you want, but I'm telling you what is true. I think we're about to have a split in the church. Uh oh, uh oh, a schism. <laughs> a schism. <laughs> so fast. You'll be, you'll be church of what are we, 19? Uh, uh... <laughs> yeah.
1: You'll be the church of the nine forty twos, and I'll be church of the nine forty threes. Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah. Die heretic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that an emo? he's Heathen bastard. <laughs> That's an emo joke, isn't it? Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Whatever happened to that dude?
1: I don't know. He's still an inspiration for a lot of comics. I Maybe he still really stuff. I don't know, yeah. He uh, was a little
0: bit bizarre, but I found him quite funny.
1: Yeah, he was. So, uh, what was I going to say? I had something to say about the whole... Oh... Uh, I was going to ask you a question. Uh, alright. Do you, do you live forever or do you die a mortal death? Who? You. Like if you could choose.
0: Oh, live forever.
1: <laughs> I'm the same way.
0: No lay contender, eh?
1: I know. Live forever. Uh, although...
0: Uh, is anybody dynam- well, choosing the die a mortal said death? said
1: die a mortal death. Uh, but here's why. He said at a certain point, everything in the universe is going to be gone. Okay. Everything will be burnt out. Right. And you will just be floating in the void alone. Okay. And that'll be kind of boring.
0: Perhaps. I bet a, I
1: bet a few thousand years of that and you're going to wish you were dead.
0: Perhaps. But I got uh, I got a... Uh, you know, a couple billion years to figure out how to deal.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and... Uh, I mean... You got a couple billion years to figure out how to deal, and I was thinking about it. Like, I mean, at there's what no- point do you think your brain will hold too much information? And because it your, doesn't matter, your I'm mind gonna will probably. Te- I'm going
0: to use technology to supplement my efforts, so it doesn't really matter in that. What sense. if
1: technology gets never gets there?
0: What do you mean never gets there? It already is there. I don't. Any. I don't know. Uh, I don't know Richard Dawkins. Uh, names of Richard Dawkins Other books But give me two seconds On the internet And I'll have it for you Okay But I mean like
1: Yes but So I don't
0: have to know The names of Richard Dawkins Books
1: eh, Fair enough I, I'm that, just saying By the time everything Extinguishes You'll be only left With the knowledge Well maybe
0: Well maybe I'll Extinguish too But you're living forever
1: We've already established this
0: Well what is uh, I guess we haven't defined. Can't cause a loophole I guess we haven't Defined forever then
1: Yeah well, I was saying. I, I mean,
0: w- when the universe is gone, if I'm functionally part of the universe, then I'm
1: gone too. I said, when the world was destroyed, in whatever fashion that happens to be.
0: Oh, when this world is yeah. destroyed. Oh shit! I'll be somewhere else.
1: Well, that's what I was thinking as well. But I meant like just in like the
0: and when this universe of- collapses in on itself and a new one poofs out, I'll be there for the new one. Yeah, I think you will. <laughs> I mean, i the atoms will be smashed you, into nothing. You, you made me live forever. So, well, that's what I said. I said, you're going to die, right? You'll go when the universe goes. But you said, no, you'll carry on.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, fair I'm enough. Living
0: forever is the way to go.
1: Yeah, all right. I'm with you on that one. Okay.
0: I mean, existence, that's all you got, baby. Yeah. When that's done, you're done.
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, you know, Michael may be going on to his merry heaven.
1: No, I don't think he believes that. Well, and, he, and he, he was just uh, worried about the stipulation where you may end up being alone for billions of years, and or, you know, well, what about uh, the other people? Billion that, years what about the
0: that? other people who chose to live forever? <laughs> They're going to be hanging around, no, right?
1: No, no, you're the only one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, there's too many stipulations in yeah, this. Yeah, for some
1: reason, you are the alpha and omega.
0: Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then I'll be around for the next poof. Mm, right because it it, you Uh, know is that what
1: we're calling it the next big poof
0: yeah the next big poof (laughs) big bang sounds so aggressive you know they they call the universe (laughs) might collapse in on itself the big crunch yeah that's right Um, but it's not it's not going to collapse in on itself
1: no they're thinking it might expand forever yeah I
0: think I think it is going to expand forever and what's going to happen is it's going to go all dark and cold that's what's going to happen because
1: everything's going to be too far
0: apart correct
1: Oh, shit, that's kind of scary, though.
0: Yeah, whatever. I think...
1: I mean, like... No, but I think I that... I mean, I know it's uh, billions and billions of years after my uh, eventual death, but...
0: But we might, for example, by then, know how to, to spark a little micro sun, for example, because the matter's not going to be gone, right? Because matter can't disappear. Right. So... It's either So gotta you be conf- think
1: we'll figure out how to alter matter until it turns into a sun?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's possible. I think that it's possible that in 2,000 years, we could have abilities that make us that would that would, for all intents and purposes, make us seem like the gods we dream of today. Cool. Yeah, but I mean it's not, you know, I mean we're we're built on our knowledge, we're built on well, our understanding. That whole thing.
1: You know, any sufficiently any sufficiently advanced technology to a more primitive race seems like it's magic. Right.
0: Yeah, a- exactly. Um, so, you know, but we may, you know, we may learn how to
1: You know that's the premise behind the whole Thor movie, you know, Thor the uh, the comic book
0: Right, right
1: uh, The premise is Is that they're not Actually like Thor And everybody else Wasn't They're not actually gods But they were An advanced alien race That came down And the people Who were here Interpreted them as gods
0: So and they You came, know you Came wonder, back for
1: unfinished business You wonder I'm a giant nerd
0: Yeah, well <laughs> <laughs> good on you man is what I meant' <laughs> uh, and well said you said it well you, mm-hmm. you stated it well I think everyone understands <laughs> okay. that uh, but I I th- I think that like for example when when the British went and and you know when they go conquer some pygmy tribe sure are they sufficiently advanced to appear as gods yes do you think so
1: well uh, in in
0: or do they quickly I mean, learn... I'm well-versed in this or because do the I was just listening to the Or as one of those Brits... One of those Brits is, uh, you know, boinking a native. You think they quickly learn they're mortal.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know that the missionaries that go to those pigments, they were worshipped for it. You know, they were worshipped in themselves because they had, you know, matches.
0: And Matt, the fact that anybody worshipped a missionary, worships a, worships a missionary, depresses me no end. Me. You know, missionaries are, I think oh, man. I think are are uniquely you know responsible for more misery in the world than you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yes, what were you going to say?
1: I was going to say uh that bumper sticker says yak to the future and yeah. made me chuckle a little. <laughs> um, that uh well, I was going to say that I... Uh, now I can't remember what I was going to say. The bumper distracted me. Damn it!
0: And for a shitty bumper, too. I know. And we we've seen it before. It wasn't
1: even that good.
0: We've seen it good. before.
1: But what were we talking about?
0: <laughs> It was... Uh, we were talking about missionaries, missionaries going and wreaking havoc in native populations.
1: And you had a question for me?
0: I did not have a question for I you. I thought
1: you had a question for me. You said, no. what do you think of it? Blah, blah, blah. And I was going to answer it. I almost want to go back and listen to
0: it. We have it on recording. Was it multiverses we were talking about? No universes? The no universe, universe collapsing? The universe
1: collapsing.
0: Oh, us appearing like gods?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you were talking about how much it was depressing you. And uh, I was about to tell you that what really depressed me is when you were watching that thing last night. Uh, just the people who were like, uh, you just have to... You just have to accept it and embrace it and let it control your life. And I was like, oh, God, I reject that notion so deeply.
0: Oh, that that woman, she was a pastor's wife. And she was saying, you have to submit.
1: Yeah, submit. Really? And I was like, oh, my God.
0: Is that what your God demands? (laughs) Yeah. That you uh, shut off the part of your brain that, uh,
1: that... you know, tries to think things out critically and yeah, logically. Yeah,
0: exactly. That that figured out how to sew that sofa you're sitting on together. Is that really what you're saying? Oh, we should man. all be sitting I on logs. Like I really, like it, it. something inside me moved with anger. Well, and you and know? they were they were talking to one of these an Indian uh, from India.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, there's a lot of religions in India, and there's this one particular sect. That renounces all material goods. Okay. And in fact, they have a funeral for you. And you, you're you declared dead. Right. And in fact, you're declared legally dead. So you have no attachment to any possessions.
1: Oh, interesting. And
0: they don't wear any clothes. But here's the thing. They do wear some fucking clothes. They wear a loincloth. Sure. And there there are... Uh, monks in India that are out there naked and they're doing things like uh, stretching their penis with a with a stick and stuff I'm not quite sure what that's about but
1: well, because if you're naked and you don't have anything else to entertain uh, yourself uh, with you start playing with <laughs> your dick a lot
0: <laughs> I guess so they're trying to show and they stand in weird positions that are uncomfortable because they don't want to have comfort anyway total, total madness why don't
1: they just let themselves starve to death do they eat?
0: They must eat. Yeah, they looked pretty well fed. Come to think of it, but but that's be- and that's That's that, that that,
1: because those monks are. Uh, the idea is that they don't ex- they don't go out and get anything themselves. They live off the charity of others. And so it really depends on how generous the people around them are being.
0: Well, very good. You but know? nonetheless, they're not rejecting all material stuff. And not only was this guy wearing a loincloth, cloth, which fine, please wear the loincloth, But he, I'd he,
1: love to follow one of those guys around for the he day. He had a and stick you, can't, a, you can't take that stick yeah he had a, you can't have that stick that stick right. is not yours yeah the
0: stick that he was hanging on to he had uh necklaces what's with that a
1: fucking jewelry? really <laughs> i mean i could see a loincloth maybe i could see a, even a t-shirt and a pair of pa- like a pair of slacks uh, their Levi's but,
0: but in true India fashion, but. there was somebody fully clothed standing to the left of him, just looking at him like he was out of his fucking mind. Ah. <laughs> so uh, it made me feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was very excited about his religion, and you know, great. I mean, if if that's what what floats your boat, uh, go for it. Yeah. But uh, but Remember, it was not got to go
1: by the warehouse first.
0: Right. But okay. it was not logical. Yeah, you know, and it doesn't make any sense. And I don't see why they think that renouncing all material goods is somehow spiritual. Yeah. I, I don't get that part. I mean, it's true that being greedy is shitty. Right. That I get. You know.
1: Well, maybe the, the But
0: is that too subtle a concept well, for? Well, maybe them?
1: the philosophy is is that we fall we slip too easily into greed. And therefore, the only way to avoid it is to avoid material possessions altogether. Well, We cannot be trusted you know, with any possessions because that you know, will leads to greed.
0: Perhaps. But that is the same kind of retarded thinking. Yeah. That says, uh, women have to cover themselves up with burqas. Right. Because I can't control my penis. If I see... You know, they
1: have a blue pill for that.
0: Well, perhaps. And I think we ought to give it to all those Arabs... If that's how badly they can't control their their uh, uh, sexual urges, Yeah. if you know, then then give them the you know put some whatever it is in the drinking water. Saltpeter. Saltpeter. Is what it is that was it. what I was thinking. Put saltpeter in the drinking water. I was talking water. about Viagra, but yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> can't control your penis. All <laughs> right, There's right, the right, joke. right, right. I see. Yeah. Um. But that's the idea. That's the same kind of thinking, you know. I mean, one of them says, and
1: it's it's the same thing. It's the same kind of thinking that says, like, people, all you know, any drink is too much, and therefore, no drinking.
0: Right, exactly, and and you know, I mean, if you ask, if you ask me, that is for uh, that sort of that sort of prohibition, that sort of Puritanism, um, is for the the weakest like uh, uh, just Goodbye. the it uh, just you know I mean it really you can't and besides that's not even gonna help because if you're that weak well, look at this guy he was wearing his jewelry mm. you know I mean he couldn't renounce all material goods and besides it's stupid to renounce all material goods
1: I can't believe nobody was calling him out on it either and just being like you're shitty well, at this. you know look what at all those necklaces yeah uh, but like. you know
0: what you know what? When you're interviewing, you're not going to confront a guy like that. You, I would. You, no, but you're not going to. You want his story, and especially a guy like that.
1: Oh well, Yeah, but once you get his story, then confront him.
0: Well, perhaps. And maybe they did. You know, maybe someone does. Yeah. Uh, but it was not... And But I was going to say, when I started talking about this movie, I, I, I don't like this kind of movie for a couple of reasons. One thing... I mean, he clearly did a lot of work on the thing. Yeah. He was traveling everywhere, so he had a fair budget. Yeah. Uh,
1: but he arrived at no conclusion.
0: He arrived at no conclusions, which can be okay. Right. But, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. One yeah. could pop out. Uh, I so was
1: thinking, but then I realized I didn't want to see it, even if it yeah, did. Yeah,
0: good point. Uh, he arrived at no conclusions, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what he did was he was cutting between the people too quickly, you know? So he'd get, like, half a shitty su- soundbite from them. Right. And then move on to the next guy. So you never really got anyone's real... Like, even Dawkins. I mean, fortunately... So he's pretty Daw-
1: clear in a short period of time. W-
0: well, and he's and glib, and he's thought his soundbites through. And so he was one of the few people who actually kind of made sense in the short span which he had to express himself. Yeah. But anybody else who wasn't a professional expressor of himself, of thoughts, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Uh, sort of. Came off did, sounding like an idiot?
1: Or came off sounding not their very Their well idea came through?
0: off sh- sounding shallow. Oh. Okay. Or they didn't answer the question that was put to them. Or right. they. Because you know how people are? they You ask them a question and they dance around it for a bit.
1: Right, and then you let them thinking. dance
0: around it for a bit while their brain works, does its work. And then you bring them back to it and you say, S- but okay, well, that's very interesting. So what does that mean? How does that, you know, relate to that? You never got to any of that. Right. Because you didn't didn't light on anyone long enough to, to let that happen.
1: So it was all just a bunch of dancing around?
0: So it was a lot of dancing around. And it was a lot of sort of... Uh, Light, opinion light Meh. you know that's yeah. what it was and and i don't what was see the name of this movie? The Nature of Existence. Okay. And i don't see how you're going to get
1: Did they talk to Stephen Hawking?
0: I don't see why you need to talk to every goddamn religion yeah to find out about the nature of existence i mean if you're talking to a jew uh, an arab and uh, an evangelist—you pretty much all you got can, the you same can three. it down
1: to okay you, from you God. You, got you, it.
0: You could just pick one. Yeah. You know, they're all based on the. Their, their, they're all based on the book. Their story of existence is pretty much the same. The yeah. only thing uh, that you might get is a, you know a slightly different name well you'll get a slightly different or a slightly <laughs> right a li- slightly different story
1: well, uh, not but really but when god. you
0: but when you boil it down to the nature of existence you're going to get the same story sure you know they're they're uh, pretty much in agreement on the big points only one god god created everything <laughs> sure omnipotent
1: it's just the minor stuff like the trinity and things like that
0: yeah and and who got to carry the water for the religion
1: Right, so,
0: so. Uh, oh, there's
1: a doomed child.
0: Uh, I know you feel bad, don't you? Oh my Because it's like a happy-looking little kid. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know they're you look, happy
1: right now. And
0: you look at the parents, and you go, mm, oh, that's doomed. not gonna last." Enjoy that while it lasts. Yeah. Um, oh look, the UPS guy waited for us. It's shocking. Um, they always wait. All oh, right. You're let's to, uh let's kill this, this right now.
1: All right. Well, that was fucked up.
0: Oh, that was special.
1: Giant pain in the ass. <laughs>
0: Man, I
1: guess you don't you don't realize how heavy that garage door is until you have to roll you it have, up you have manually. To roll it up with your yeah, on a you know, 8 inch diameter disc <laughs> just pulling it down inch by inch.
0: <laughs> That's the way they used to do it in Roman times. Sure when they had to open those big heavy gates yeah it feels so yeah. retro yeah i know when you go see when you see you indiana choose. jones it's like you push the stone in and the big stone wall moves mm-hmm. open yeah yeah there's like
1: <laughs> there's <was> 10 guys <laughs> on either side <laughs>
0: yeah and what they did was they just stood around yeah. waiting for that stone to yeah, be pushed somebody in was peeking through yeah, a little hole that's right the like guy no. pushed the stone no. in no. pull the doors open All right, somebody
1: switch shifts with me my eyes getting dry
0: <laughs> yeah that was no good. What were we talking about before we were so rudely interrupted by work? uh I can't remember it had something to do with
1: uh oh uh, people talking about
0: oh well i was ta- I was bitching about the fact that uh, nobody was
1: given their proper
0: yeah that time. And, and so and what so what it ends up being is it ends up being one of those sort of you know <gasps> sophomoric uh in you know inquiries it's like. I was curious uh, just what the fakers in India thought of the nature of existence. Uh, what do you think about the nature of existence? Uh, existence is everything. <laughs> so uh, yeah, oh, no, that's okay. very good. Now let's talk to this guy. What do you think? The guy standing next to the faker. What do you think existence is? Well, Existence is happiness. Oh, very oh good. What nice. do you, so, you know, it's just one after so another. Much information. One after another of uh, you know, sort of ill-formed notions. Right. And so even the, you know, even the people who presumably (coughs) had spent a great deal of time uh, thinking about these issues. uh, In fact, the guy, one of the guys who seemed to get the most time was this, uh, what what would you call him? Sort of like a, a, uh, kooky California guru. Ah. Uh... And he got a lot of time Huh You know Now why does he get all that time You know I mean it's true He's uh, kooky And he's kind of
1: bet- I'm betting Is the guy the documentarian Agreed with the most I don't think so Yeah you No
0: know? No I think what he was t- What he thought was that The guy was interesting And funny And uh, But it's it, It's not a fucking Newspaper story Right Okay You're not looking for some Quirky weird quote By some oddball Sure. You know, it's not a it's not a TV news story where you well, go out and you interview and the kookiest that, guy you, you can find. If
1: you're gonna pose a question, and presumably you're aiming at getting to the truth, but that's not what he was aiming at. He was aiming at making an entertaining documentary.
0: I think that's what the what the what what it fell down on. So, but it's funny that ba- that that's an interesting balance with documentary movies. Uh, well, I
1: think the thing is, is, like, if you're actually getting at something that people care... Or not even that something that a lot of people will care about, but something... Answering a question that anyone will care about, the documentary will be interesting in itself. Like, I'm never going to watch a documentary on
0: fish. Because you don't care about Cause fish. Because I don't
1: care about fish. You know? We, so when you make a documentary, you got a built-in audience of... Whoever is interested in the particular subject you're covering.
0: You well, know? I was interested in the subject they were coming, and from a philosophical point of view, I mean the nature right, of existence. You know, what kind of question is that? You know, what is the nature of existence? Well, you know, maybe existence d- doesn't have a nature.
1: Maybe you know, maybe maybe question. existence
0: is everything around you, and there b- b- by that definition it has no nature. Or one of the questions so the naked
1: he- guy was technically the most correct,
0: perhaps. And maybe uh, the naked guy? The naked guru, you know, an Indian, f- whatever you said? One of the questions they kept asking people is what is my purpose? What is the meaning of life? What is the purpose of life? Right. And I reject the premise of the question. Yeah. Life has no purpose, it has the purpose you give it. Exactly. But there is no grand purpose, and that's the problem. That's why all these guys are wrong. It's not because, it's not because they're, they're kooky, although...
1: You need to change the question.
0: But that's it. I mean, you know, how
1: about there is no... Again, listening to the, uh, (laughs) the God delusion, the question is
0: incorrect, not the answer. Right. The question needs to be rephrased. Yeah. I, I think maybe so. And I think you need to get at actually answerable questions. You know, what is my purpose? Well, well, i tell you what my purpose is. My purpose is to go to work, to try to make some money so I can feed my, the kids yeah. I brought into this world. Yeah. That's my purpose right now. Right. And my purpose will change tomorrow. And when it starts raining, my purpose will be to get out of the rain. And when, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. your purpose, what is my purpose? There is no grand purpose.
1: Well, that's the thing. and And... Doctrines was saying the same thing in the God Delusion where he was like, you need to ask a better question. Like, you can't just say, why are unicorns hollow? Well, it doesn't fucking matter because, you (laughs) know, you haven't answered the bigger question, which is, why? Are there unicorns?
0: Right. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, and I suppose that's it. I suppose, you know, when you're asking, what is my purpose? You're saying, well, you know, in what sense is, are you asking me the question, what my purpose is? Right. You know, I mean, as a are member you saying
1: of do I attribute a God to the greater plan, or, you know, I like, do well I...
0: Right. Are you asking me a factual thing? Like, what is my purpose within the community? My purpose within the community is to not... Try not Be to hurt anybody else. Others. Yeah. You know? Uh, what is my purpose at home? It's to take care of my family and love my family. You know, what is my purpose at work? It's to sell, you know, Cuisinart toasters. What? <laughs> you know, so, you yeah, that's a... It's sort of an absurd question, in a sense. mm Let's that get to being, work. That
1: being said, let's get to work. And we're on.
0: Yes.
1: Oh, man. That was an interesting day. It's one of those days where I got a lot accomplished and felt like I got nothing accomplished. You a little
0: fried? A little
1: bit. Yeah. Ready to be home. That's good for you. Uh, I guess we're going to see if we can do this with the top down. If not, we'll have to pause it and retry. So there were some peaceful uh, protesters at the top of Church Street. Really? Yeah. Well, they were protesting war, so he'd kind of hope that they'd be peaceful.
0: Oh.
1: What? Oh, trying to... Man, what a clusterfuck.
0: <laughs> it's quite something.
1: Jesus. So, yeah. But... Uh, Oops. There were only two of them. There were only two of the protesters... And uh, what were they protesting? The war. Which war? Uh, take your pick. War on drugs? Just war in general, I think. They, they, I think their one of their signs said, uh, you know, uh, war. You know, war costs money, but peace is free or peace war on is poverty or something. No, just war. Just war. Physical, violent war.
0: A oh, violent war. That guy had a sign too.
1: What you get say? To see what it said. I, I don't know. I don't. Um. Know. But yes. Anyway, uh, it was a little sad because they had a big banner. Mm-hmm. But one guy was holding his big sign, and the other guy was holding up one
0: end of the banner. And the and other <laughs> end of the banner was just hanging down.
1: No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> he got crafty, and he tied it to like a fence post and yeah. just I stressed it out I, I was uh, impressed with his ingenuity
0: clever yeah
1: so but it was a, it was pathetic as uh, as statements they couldn't
0: get three people to join the protest yeah two They're I always probably wanted
1: to go over and be like what are we doing here
0: <laughs> can I hold up an hand
1: yeah need a hand
0: I'm against I su- a I supo- war
1: I support war but I love holding signs <laughs> 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 I'm really torn.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'll, uh, but I'll be here if you'll have me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is sad.
1: It was. And I am thirsty. I'm one thirsty ombre.
0: I wanted to stop for a maple creamy.
1: I'd be down for that.
0: Okay, but Somebody's we got a...
1: Parted- our- it's always harder to talk though when you're trying to maintain it creamy.
0: It is. But uh, we already got I mean, two stops. It's not stops. That doable, I'm just yeah. saying. We already sh- got two stops we gotta make. Last time I got ice cream all over my microphone. That was funny. It was worth it.
1: I got some too. I think I laughed at you and then immediately <laughs> got some on myself. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the. Alright, I'm going first, Any pal. Case. You're on the phone. Yeah. I'm doing a podcast, but you're on the phone. Uh, And I believe if you look in the Vermont State Manual, podcasts podcasts have the right-of-way over phone calls. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'd like to believe that. Yes. Uh, So, uh, I was walking out on Church Street, and uh, I learned something. I don't know if I told you this before, but uh, I learned that uh, harmonica... Can be a really interesting instrument and add a lot to a song, uh, unless you don't quite know how to play.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then it can take everything <laughs> can away take from a everything song. Everything away.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's this obnoxious guy playing harmonica with this guitar player, and the guitar player was at least—I don't know if I agree with their music. Uh,
0: really. Joyce. Just oh. choice. Not, you know. <laughs> I disagree with <laughs> your music. Who's not making a political I believe action. you said she loves me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think she does.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know if I agreed with their music choice, but uh, but the guitar playing was at least proficient, and uh, especially since he was homeless. And uh, but the the harmonica player. I think he just wanted to be part of something
0: Yeah <laughs> You get that every once in a while with the spoons too
1: Yeah But some I mean the spoons if they're played well Can be kind of impressive and fun Well you know Again, I
0: mean If, if you're a ta- You know if you're a talented farter It can be interesting Well, I mean there's guys with uh, fiddle bows And, and uh, you know Wood saws That make some interesting noises Right but really the spoons Really
1: well, I, I think spoons is a hard one to fuck up Because it's a percussion instrument So as long as you can tap it in time it, it, Yeah You know, it, it doesn't, But I do think it's it one of those I think all.
0: it's one of those non-instruments Like the kazoo
1: <laughs> Well, well the, I mean the harmonica isn't it I mean you
0: know what's happening with the kazoo You're just humming And it yeah, buzzes, buzzes. your humming Yeah That's not really an instrument
1: No well, like if you I hummed mean, but, but, but into but the wait, trumpet. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The saxophone
0: is essentially the same thing. You're not humming in a saxophone, you got you blow into you the got, saxophone. And, you got tube and, lengths there.
1: Well yeah, but I mean one might argue you have a at least very short tube with a kazoo.
0: One tube. You don't manipulate the tube at all. No, that's all true. you do is hum into the thing and it makes your humming buzz. Okay. I'm well, just I mean, saying. Some, some
1: trumpets don't have any fingering, you know, like don't have, you know, it's just a trumpet and you modify the pitch with your own voice.
0: We yeah, and the pursing of your lips and. Well, yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I'm trying to stand up for the kazoo. Well, I mean, I it's Not an admirable you're making
0: you're or, making an admirable uh, defense, in defense of the kazoo. Yeah. But I'm still calling it a bullshit instrument. Mm. And I will give a bugle player more credit, because I think that's actually quite hard.
1: A bugle player?
0: Yeah. You're talking about a, a trumpet with no, you know, that's, that's called a bugle. Seriously? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Did
0: you just learn that today? I
1: just always thought of a bugle as a trumpet, but I mean, I guess a trumpet with no, I guess a bugle is technically has no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I just never separated them in my head before. <laughs> Fuck you, sir. I mean, not you. <laughs> that guy who cut us off. Jesus, is that
0: man. <laughs> you know, you point out one little mistake, <laughs> Rashad right goes nuts on you. <laughs> Fuck you for trying to teach me something. God damn it. You make me look like an idiot. Yeah. Oh, now I'm, I no, feel I'm like an idiot. Now I forgot
1: something useless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I'm more right than I was a moment ago. Yeah. And I know it. Um,
1: Don't you just know it.
0: Man, yeah, let's park over here.
1: Oh, I need a caffeinated beverage. Ooh.
0: Just hold out for the creamy.
1: Oh, yeah. All right, I'll hold out for the creamy. You're right.
0: Yeah. Right. I'm going to put the lid on here.
1: All right. What the fuck? Oh, my wire got
0: caught on the little thing. You shouldn't play with yourself while we're doing a podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) he's funny. Let's
0: pause this nonsense.
1: All right. He's quick. You know, I'm gonna miss this thing when it's gone. (laughs)
0: Netbook. So uh, wacky sign day, and oh yeah, (laughs) in the Price Chopper, I
1: couldn't get anything right.
0: (laughs) What was the first one?
1: the first one was 80% 85% fresh
0: beef beef yeah yeah it's only 85% 85 85 fresh fresh. it's been out for a few days 15% of it's rotten yeah rotten to the core yeah what was the other one uh the other
1: one was a sign that said cucumbers (laughs) two something 249 or whatever uh, not a cucumber in sight
0: No It was on A lot of tomatoes
1: it was, it was <laughs> A lot of tomatoes A lot of red
0: peppers Big pile of tomatoes Yeah uh, Somebody
1: who is colorblind Put the signs up today And
0: it doesn't know what a cucumber is Doesn't know
1: what a cucumber is
0: That I mean, is it, a loud it, vehicle That's one fucking noisy vehicle, huh?
1: Yeah and I'm really hoping that the wind I, not I think if cool.
0: you don't know what a cucumber is, they shouldn't let you out.
1: Yeah, that's just bad news.
0: Yeah, I think if, if when on the application well,
1: I mean like on the
0: application for the job at the grocery store, <laughs> they <laughs> had <have> a picture <laughs> of a know. tomato <laughs> and a cucumber and if you <laughs> fuck that up, you don't get the job.
1: Yeah. I mean I was just like did, how is not one employee like walked by and been like, "Hey, those That's all right.
0: Them's ain't cucumbers. Yeah.
1: Man, I think it's time to change this sign. Yeah,
0: no, no,
1: not so much. I'm looking forward to our uh, forward uh, to our creamy. Yeah,
0: I know. We, we just gotta stop. I gotta stop and get some mulch. Mulch. Yeah, I gotta get some topsoil to do my tomatoes in. Just <laughs> keep it moving, pal. Make your mind up.
1: Okay. I think he's oh. terrified of this guy. He's there's like a real clusterfunk
0: going on here. No? Nope. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: Just whipping across the parking lot. It's
0: just apparently no rules in the parking lot anymore. <laughs> uh, to be
1: <laughs> honest, there's not many cars here. Because uh, it's the Kmart. I guess so. Nobody wants to be here.
0: Do you want to just sit right here while I go get my stuff? Yeah. Okay. I will... Uh, Good. You can watch my... I'll
1: watch out <laughs> for the indigent and the haunted. Thank you. And back Later. All right. So, while you were gone, yeah, condensed all the tracks down into one track. Aww. I've noticed it saves faster
0: the less tracks you fewer have. Fewer tracks, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: So now there's only two.
0: So it's all your typical low lifes in the Kmart today. Oh boy. Um, yeah. That is a sad, sad place. Oh, but I got my beefsteak tomatoes and uh, my uh, big boys and my uh, my uh, early Bettys and my Your early Betty? They have all these names for all the different tomatoes and peppers and uh, Weird. like you know the cucumbers, that straight eights straight and eights. Uh, even sweeters. And of course, the uh, substitute for a dildo's. Uh, what? Variety of cucumbers. <laughs> uh,
1: that was new to me.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, no that's an important variety.
1: Uh, I. Uh, this is on a completely unrelated note. Uh, heard a guy's name the other day? Yeah. Dr. Manorino. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> really, yeah.
1: the manster. If your name is Doctor Manorino, you better be a badass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. I mean, That's it
1: just sounds like. Well, I mean, hold on before you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before I <you>
0: dismiss. <just> <laughs> before I dismiss your Doctor Manorino.
1: It does sound like, uh, like the imaginary friend of uh, the Fonz, or maybe like a doctor the Fonz would have made up.
0: Sure. Doctor. Dr. Dr. Man- uh, yeah,
1: I went to see the doctor. Doctor Man- Manarino.
0: Manarino. <laughs> All right, let's get our creamies. Yeah. Speaking of Manarino.
1: Let the record show that we enjoyed our creamies
0: thoroughly. We did enjoy our creamies. Yeah. They were wonderful, but unfortunately, they rendered us incapable of uh, continuing on. Yeah. Um, so we had to cut all that crap.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know what I was thinking about recently? No. Uh, I haven't heard anything about Charlie Sheen in a little
0: while. You think he's just laying low?
1: I don't know, but it it's
0: kind of disappointing. Well, he did—he did, uh, he did uh, uh, fire off a cannon at uh, uh, what's his face, uh, who's planning to replace him on uh, Two and a Half Men? Aston Kutcher. That's who's going to replace him. So that <laughs> the word on the street is. Oh, that's depressing. I know it doesn't seem right, does it?
1: No. And you know like I've only seen like you know it's funny Ashton Kutcher is one of those guys who's I know he can be good.
0: You mean he can act? Right. Do you think so?
1: Yeah, I mean he was pretty good in The Butterfly Effect.
0: Can't you know, remember it.
1: I really enjoyed his performance in that. I mean, I didn't like, you know, it wasn't br- it wasn't brilliant, but I, I mean I don't even it was
0: remember the movie. What's the premise of that film? The premise
1: is that he can, <laughs> by staring at
0: old. Oh, hey Sparky! We have, we have a boy. What's going on?
1: Oh Your
0: dad was telling me about the butterfly effect. He's
1: like, I want to be on the podcast. What's going on in here? <laughs> I'm gonna pull in your
0: cords, fuck up your audio. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, come here. The yeah,
1: the premise of that uh, the premise of that movie was that by looking at photos. Uh, he can go back in time to when the photo was taken, and with his conscious, you know, with his present, uh, with his future. By looking mind, at a photo. Yeah, by <laughs> looking at a photo, he can influence his past decisions. Okay. And he figures this out, and he starts doing it, <laughs> and he starts doing it to. <laughs> Make uh, his girlfriend when he was a kid's life better. He's trying to make their lives... He wants to get together with her, so he... Again. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah, because he kind of goes back to the hometown, and she didn't really go anywhere, and he's in college studying psychology and stuff like that. and uh, And so... But he looks at this picture, stuff changes, and all of a sudden he's back together with her. But it's not quite right or something like that. So he does it again, and he goes back, and he tries to keep changing it.
0: And then it's all about the unintended consequences of changing one small thing. Right.
1: And there were two endings to that movie. Spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. Uh, one ending was that he goes back and, uh, because, like, uh, he ends up doing so much damage that, uh he uh eventually in some scenarios he ends up like a paraplegic and like cuz there is all these defining moments that he sure. keeps going back to and so uh he ends up doing so much damage that he says fuck it and he goes back and tells the girl to fuck off forever and thereby splitting you know their paths permanently and then uh he goes and burns all his all his uh recorded history. You know, he burns all his pictures, everything that he had from when he was a kid. So he
0: can't go back and change it.
1: Right. And Only to
0: realize that that was the wrong thing to do.
1: No. Oh. Uh, but the
0: other... And now he can't go back anymore. There's a
1: thing in the movie which is actually kind of cool where the mom talks about what a miracle he is because all her babies previous to that were b- stillborn. And uh, the less Hollywood ending is that he goes back into the womb because there's an ultrasound video he goes back into the womb wraps a cord around his neck and
0: kills himself and how is that good
1: it uh, it, every time he she he fucks something up somebody dies kind of or somebody's life is ruined
0: so by killing himself
1: they go on to live happy lives
0: alright okay yeah yeah but what hap- like what happens to his future self when he wraps the cord around his? He dies. Just he dies. Li- like he dies, like standing there.
1: No, it's not like he goes back in time. Uh, it's like it's that he
0: can have an effect over the picture. R-
1: well, what happens is it changes everything, and he's the only one who's aware of it.
0: Hmm. Okay. See what I mean. But if you go back in time and kill yourself, then you can never go back in time to kill yourself. It's a paradox. Someone
1: else will be born.
0: Alright. Alright. So, anyway, two and a half men. Yeah. He's going to be the other man, presumably. I
1: don't know. He was good on that 70s show, too. He can do the sitcom thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know what? Here's the thing about it. I hate that show. That's I any h- show? No, no, I hate Oh, Two and a Half Men. Two and a Half Men. I hate That's that it. show. I've hated it from the moment it came on. Mm. And I, I didn't even want to be interested in it. <laughs> but <then laughs> Charlie I'm, Sheen I'm flew off the handle. I'm mad <laughs> yeah. at Charlie Sheen because now... Because
1: now you know things about that show. I know
0: things about the show. And I've ended up watching a few just out of, curi- you know, morbid, sort of curiosity. morbid curiosity. Sure. And now I'm sad I have. Yeah. It's. it's I'm less of a person for having watched that show. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I think you I'm pretty sure. Like, I never saw an episode of Dallas. I know I'm a better... I
1: don't better even know what
0: that show is. G- you're a better person for it, <laughs> okay. is what I'm trying to tell you. All
1: right. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, you see that, s- that, uh, that show, it takes a little bit of your spirit. It's like, it's like that movie you watched last night.
1: Yeah. Well, that actually... I'd say that added spirit... Oh, yeah, 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 because that's what we were talking about on the ride home initially. That wasn't recorded. Well, it was, but we got rid of it because the sound shooted. It
0: was so shitty. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but like the well movie you,
1: I was telling you about that on the previous ride home, which was recorded and would have been in this podcast. Nobody has an idea, any idea about the movie I watched last well night.
0: Well, they don't need to to understand my uh, my point here. So you watched a movie last night; it was pretty <laughs> shitty, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's time you'll
1: you're th- saying that that's
0: there's event. time you'll never. You're referencing
1: it, <laughs> and then <laughs> like I was like, yeah, but they aren't going to know about that because <laughs> we, we got rid of that. Well, I
0: was giving you an opportunity to elaborate on it in the present. You see, it's the butterfly effect.
1: Uh, but I've already talked about it tonight.
0: But I'm trying giving you a chance to go back and change that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, see what's going on here. Oh my God! <laughs> You're gonna have to crawl back up in the womb <laughs> and strangle right yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the Titan- Titanic. Titanic too was an awfully shitty movie. I suppose I could talk about how shitty it was again. Uh
0: you know, Titanic was a shitty movie.
1: And the James Cameron. Movie? Yeah. I mean, it was shitty if you don't like that type of movie.
0: Don't like that type of movie.
1: Well, there you go. Then it was a shitty What type
0: movie. of movie was it?
1: Uh, romance. Uh, romance slash
0: suspense kind of thing. Romance.
1: Romance. I, well Mainly I geared towards romance.
0: So, basically a chick flick.
1: Yeah. Now... W- I mean, it was visually stunning. If yeah. you can get past that. I mean, like, if you <laughs> can get past the romance, it was nice to look at.
0: Sure. Uh... I mean, I guess I could admire the film quality, but only for a minute or two not for an hour and a half or however fucking long that movie was. Sure that was a I long know, it was movie four hours oh, It's like got be hours. a lot better looking it's gotta be a lot better looking than that to keep me for four hours really?
1: Three and a half, or three hours. It was a long movie.
0: That's one ballsy director, I'm telling you, right yeah. now. Well,
1: fortunately, this movie that I watched was only an hour and a half. <laughs> but it seemed like three hours because Michael kept going back and rewinding shit because it was so absurd he had to hear it over and over again.
0: Right. You know, you should have given him, like, a steno pad and had him take notes.
1: Yeah, that's what I should have done.
0: So that you could continue on watching your shitty movie. And well, get it, it was right. uh,
1: it was funny, and I didn't. Oh. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I didn't mind going back with him, uh, especially on some of the more ridiculous parts, like when she tries to do that EMT thing where they tape a credit card to <laughs> you to stop the bleeding, but she tapes it on with, like two pieces of scotch tape in the upper corner, and uh, just uh, yeah. Anyway, pretty ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I mean that's bad. I gr- I grant you. Uh, it's
1: just kind of all, it's like they did not do any fact checking at all.
0: It's funny that, you know, those movies like that, like I was watching. <laughs> I
1: love the part, there's a part in the movie where they're trying to, He's. it's the main character and the girl and their friend, or, you know, the girl's friend, uh, and he's trying to get something, and first of all, every, do- every door they come across is jammed. There's not a single door that's just, oh, all right, and away we go. Every door is jammed.
0: Which is funny in itself. Did they have to jam them up to achieve some plot uh, objective?
1: I don't see... N- not all of them had to be jammed. Not every single one.
0: And were they just trying a bunch of doors like it was it too much? I think it
1: was like they were trying to... F- yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so they, f- they come across this door and he kind of like pries it open a little. And he's prying it open with the axe. And he... He's got it a little way, and the main girl goes through, and her friend starts to, like, the axe is, like, bending or something like that because for whatever reason, and they never show why, but the door is, d- I don't know, being sprung shut because clearly it can be opened enough for to get someone through, but uh, maybe there's something leaning on it. They never show what it is.
0: But for some reason, but it's trying reason to close. It's
1: trying to close, and it's a big, heavy metal door, and so when... By the way, earlier in the movie, every door looked like a hotel room door.
0: But this one's a big but heavy. But this one's uh,
1: a big heavy metal door. And so he's prying it open and the main girl gets through and her friend kind of like tries to like leap through and it slams shut on her killing her. And uh I th- you know her friend's reaction is just
0: <laughs> no! <laughs>
1: and uh he just kind of gently steps over <laughs> because it jammed <laughs> the door open enough. Sure, how convenient. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, ooh, I hate to take advantage of this, but
1: ooh. Yeah, there was the submarine with the eight foot Too high. Too soon <laughs> to step over. There Too the soon. S- there was the submarine with, like, the ten foot high ceilings.
0: Oh, right, right, right.
1: There was the main ballroom of the Titanic, which looked like uh, the conference room B at your local Hilton.
0: L- Which, in all likelihood, it may have been.
1: Which it probably was, mm-hmm. yeah. There was the staircase in the ship that made it l- that looked like uh, a high school staircase.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot wrong. See, there. there's an hour and a half so you'll never get back.
1: There was uh, there was the medical supply uh, room where he couldn't find any gauze
0: or tape quickly. Well, what did they have in the medical supply room?
1: Well, they adi- he did end up finding tape. But there was no gauze or any kind of bandaging material.
0: So that's why they had to use a credit card.
1: Yes. <laughs> I guess that was to make it seem more emergency-ish and authentic because EMTs will do that, though. Now this is Dick it's Van. This before. is uh, Dick Van
0: Dyke's grandson.
1: Yes, as far now as I know.
0: Do you think yeah. it's one of those movies where, you know, here you've got the grandson of a famous. Comedian, comedic, comedic sure. actor. Well,
1: there is speculation that the movie is not to be taken seriously as a movie because this the production company, and he's the producer. So I don't know if it's his production company, but like the studios that produced it, they're known for making mock,
0: blust, mock, mockumentaries,
1: mockbusters. Mock As opposed to blockbusters, they make mockbusters. So it's a spoof. Spoof on what would, what should be a blockbuster movie if it was done properly.
0: So do you think it was just one of those?
1: Could have been, could have been, but it was just so. But
0: there weren't enough gags.
1: There were not enough gags, and it wasn't like it wasn't meant to be funny. You know, it's not like there was comedic timing. It was just a movie that was hilarious and. But Every you wonder like, you, you wonder
0: like, like a guy like, you know, I mean, think what it's like to be Dick Van Dyke's grandson. I'd rather not. You got no talent, <laughs> right? So, but you point. have a lot of money.
1: Yeah. And and maybe you've got a list.
0: <laughs> and you know people. Yeah. So you know people in the industry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when you say you want to make a movie, people go, oh, really?
1: No, that's interesting. What uh-huh. did you have in mind? He said, well, I've written the script. It's about the second voyage of the Titanic.
0: And what do you say to someone like that? You say, you know, you might want to go to fucking film school. Yeah. Maybe you should take a lit class. Yeah. Maybe you should read a book. Yes. To understand plot development. And turns,
1: out, turns out you don't need to do any of those things.
0: You could just make a movie. Well, I guess if you got enough money, you make a movie. How much do you think they spent on that movie?
1: I'd be shocked if they did it for over $100,000.
0: Oh, you can be sure it cost more than a hundred thousand dollars.
1: I mean, like I'm sure it was like a, m- a couple million, but I could have produced the same movie for a couple of hundred thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Less than probably oh, you give John Waters a couple of hundred thousand dollars? That guy produces a piece of piece of art. Yeah, what's? That? I just recently what's rewatched that? *Desperate Living*.
1: What was one of those first really low budget uh, indie films? Kind of clerk inspired Clerks was inspired by it.
0: Oh, John Waters film?
1: No, no, no. It wasn't a John Waters film, but it was like... Ah, uh, oh shit. It was like one of the first really
0: low-budget indie films. Uh, uh, I want to say... I mean, John Waters certainly was because no, I know. Pink Flamingos, which is probably his most famous movie, was I think made for about $10,000 or something. Right. This was made for twenty
1: grand or forty grand or in the neighborhood of that. Really? It was.
0: Simple film?
1: Simple film. About, kind of like Clerks in the fact that it's, like, just about people. I'm
0: trying to think. Class of 99?
1: No. It's a famous kind of. I can't think of it. Listening to Kevin Smith talk about it, because he talks about it inspiringly. He's like, well, he's like, if they can make this movie, then I could. Right. You know? And, uh,.
0: I mean, I feel that same way about uh, Sgt. Pepper's. You know, they recorded if they that. They recorded that thing on an eight-track. <laughs> yeah. Or a four-track, maybe. It was a
1: four-track or something like that. It's just insane. Yeah. Well, they did. Uh, what did they do? Queen did so many takes of their of Bohemian Rhapsody or something like that that it started to wear out the tape. Really? Yeah, and they had to bounce it over before they lost all the work.
0: Wait, well, you couldn't get the vocal right, or what was steel? Uh, I mean, I know it's a hard vocal.
1: Yeah. It was something like that, where they just... Every part of it, they were having to redo over and over and over again to get it just right for the master track. Wow. And uh, just like They just it, wore they out the tape. They were starting to wear out the tape. You were starting to be able to kind of see through it. And uh, they bounced everything they had onto a new tape, and then they
0: were able to continue... But, yeah. Yikes! What a piece of work that thing is, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I mean, when I think of low-budget films, I think of Pink Flamingos, Female Trouble. Sure. Uh, trying to think of what else might be a low-budget anything Ed Wood ever did.
1: Here, wait, search low—you know, low-budget indie films, famous low-budget indie films, or something like that. Because I'm going to—this will drive me insane. I would probably go crazy. Low-budget.
0: Indie film. Low budget indie film. 25. Okay. Fantastic Gems. Uh, El, Mar- El Mariachi. Nope. <laughs> $7,000. Clerks, yeah. Clerks, $27,000. Yeah. The yeah. Evil Dead. Okay. $350,000. I like that movie. The Following, or nope. Following, $6,000 primer was done for primer was done for 7000 primer do you I remember that se-
1: film i never seen it
0: oh that's that f- that's that? that film where they create a time machine
1: yeah.
0: we watched that at the ashley store oh
1: you guys watched it I and went it, takes, to you it back, a takes you back takes you
0: back you know like an hour really oh it's a good film it's worth watching that's interesting. and 7000 bucks that's amazing Swingers was two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Slacker. Slacker twenty three thousand dollars.
1: Yep. Slacker. Who's
0: it? Who is it? it. Often the catalyst referred as one of the catalysts for the nineteen nineties independent film movie. Slacker received as uh, well. He says here uh, uh, went on to become a cult hit, even acting as inspiration for Clerks. Yeah. Filmmaker Kevin Smith. uh, Richard Linkletter laters Okay. Uh, Eraserhead. Hundred Grand. Pie. And brick. You ever heard of that?
1: Oh, Brick was a great movie. You saw that.
0: No, I don't think I have.
1: Oh, no, you saw that. That was the one where it's high school kids, and the guy's girlfriend goes missing. It's inspired by Dashiell
0: Hammett's hard-boiled, hard-boiled detective novels. Of course
1: it is. I mean, have you heard the
0: dialogue in it? No.
1: Oh, I mean, it was a great movie. I mean, you guys were kind of watching it. Cause we were at Man and Noon Pop's house or something like that, and you guys were... I, don't I, know. I told you guys to watch it, and you sort of did, but you were kind of talking over
0: it a little bit and stuff, too.
1: But uh, I have it. You should watch it. It's a great movie.
0: Great, I'll, great movie. I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, the Cube. Okay. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Right. That makes sense. Uh, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Another great movie. Uh, Steve Buscemi's in that, right? Um. No. No, he is. He plays a record collector.
1: No, that's Ghost World.
0: Oh, Ghost World. You're right. Yep. What's Welcome to the Doll? Oh, yeah, that's what that I chick got. I right. I
1: mean, that was like Napoleon Dynamite before Napoleon
0: Dynamite. Right. Mad Max, three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Really. Lord of the Flies, never seen. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, eighty three thousand dollars. Sweet. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Look at that. Budget. Uh, oh, wait. What was it here? Budget, $114,000 slash $650,000. That's
1: probably how much they spent on remastering it and uh, you know, making.
0: Halloween was only $325,000. Huh. Uh, Henry, you know that one? Portrait nope. of Serial Celer- Killer? No. Nope. Blair Witch Project, of course. But quite I can't believe
1: they spent $130,000. Oh, wait. Oh wait, twenty-two thousand dollars on the Blair Witch Project.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't worth what they paid. No, not even a little bit. Although it made huge money, I think.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: But uh, that yeah,
1: that was a shit film. That's I didn't enjoy crap. that at all.
0: Open Water, Ra- Aguirre, Aguirre. Wrath of God. Wrath of God. Yeah. Uh, Living in Oblivion. Sure. I remember hearing about that one. Oh, Steve Buscemi's in that. Oh, that's the one where he's a filmmaker, right? I don't know. Never seen that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, bad taste. Meet the Feebles. Beat uh, the hell out of uh, Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels.
1: Yeah, that's a great film.
0: It was how much was it? Well, that's kind of cheating. It was na- made for nine hundred and sixty thousand pounds, which is, is almost two million dollars. Yeah.
1: but still, a two million dollar movie is still a really low budget sure. movie by you know by Hollywood standards.
0: Uh, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Pilot. The Pilot. $85. <laughs>
1: nice. Wow. There you go. Uh, and Once. I don't know that movie. Uh, like movie.
0: 130000 yeah. pounds. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. That's a pretty good, pretty impressive list of films.
1: Yeah. But it was Slacker, I was thinking of.
0: I want to see this now. El Mariachi. El Mariachi?
1: Yeah. Isn't that a sequel
0: to You know what I want to no. see is Machete. Is that
1: a sequel to Desperado?
0: Maybe. But I want to see what he ma- got in it. Uh, widely considered by many to be the definitive indie film. Writer, director, producer Robert Rodriguez oh, okay. of Sin City fame made this ultra low budget production about a traveling mariachi who's mistaken for a murderous criminal in Mexico after raising $9,000. Only 7225 which was spent
1: <laughs> by
0: volunteering for experimental clinical drug testing in Texas. Rodriguez was able to keep the budget so low by adhering to a very strict expense limit, which basically forced him not to spend money on anything other than film stock, and even then, only shooting one or two takes. Not having any real money to spend... Uh, tested the ambitious filmmaker's abilities to solve problems creatively, leading to the implementation of a wheelchair instead of a dolly, having the actor signal scene number takes with their hands instead (laughs) of using a (laughs) slate, using a 200-watt clip-on desk lamps for lighting, and most importantly, not hiring a film crew. (laughs) He did all of the important work himself. He used actors who weren't being filmed to help out on the set rodriguez has detailed all these efforts in his excellent book rebel without a crew <laughs>
1: which has
0: since become one of the most popular inspirational tools for independent filmmakers yeah wow i mean
1: him and kevin smith uh, those are the guys and that uh other yeah guy he did who, desperado who did he
0: did desperado and once a time in mexico
1: yeah okay that's cool i always liked desperado
0: Once a time. was that mexico. brad pitt
1: in that no. Uh, once a uh, Desperado was uh, Antonio Banderas. Banderas, right? Yeah, and he right. He plays right. that guy who you know carries a gun in his, uh, in his guitar case. And stuff it and
0: stuff. almost makes you want to go out and make a film, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: it does. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we don't need to go out and make a film. We got a podcast to put out There you go. So uh, just remember, folks, check out the website for pictures and things of that nature, and stuff like that. There.
0: Sure, you can see pictures. Pictures from the ride. Who doesn't like to look at pictures? Yeah. Candid photographs.
1: Candid, scandid, <laughs> say no more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right on. Right on.